You are listening to Opportunity Detroit. I'm Ann Thomas. I'm here with Jared Fleischer. He's the Vice President of Government Affairs and Economic Development for Rocket Companies. Now, Jared, I have watched you in action over the years here at the Mackinac Policy Conference. I know you are very busy. You are everywhere. You're all over this conference. But one of the topics this year for you is how do you solve Michigan's housing affordability crisis? What's that all about? How do you solve this? I think I'll start with what is the crisis? Uh, so I was on a panel uh, yesterday with the director of MISHTA, which is the state's housing development agency. And she really set the table you know, in a very important way that we are short 190,000 housing units in the state of Michigan, that um, the cost to, uh, to purchase a home has gone up 84% in, <clears throat> in the past generation. Uh, relative to inflation, and it costs uh, $375,000 to build the average house in the state of Michigan. Wow. So we have a situation where just most folks are, are, are priced out of the market. Then you add in interest rates and uh, what that means to your monthly mortgage payment, and you have what the director of the state's housing agency called a housing crisis. So uh, then we get to your question, what do we do about it? Then I'm going to add, well, you know, why is it important? I'm going to add that at the end. What do we do about it? Um, we are fortunate in that the state does have a record surplus. Um, from COVID, you know, everybody was, they weren't traveling to Disneyland, they were staying home and shopping here. A lot of sales tax money, state has a record surplus. It'll probably be the last year that the state has this large surplus. So the real question is budget is about priorities. And the discussion yesterday was about the need to prioritize investment in housing. It requires subsidy. If it costs a certain amount to build it, but you want affordable, accessible, attainable housing, the government has to play a role. And we talked about you know, three different uh, pots, if you will. One focused on truly low-income housing, one focused on what we call the missing middle or, or workforce housing, and then programs to support you know, your mixed-use development in city centers like Detroit and Grand Rapids. I think you will see at the end of the day, this budget makes substantial investments in housing production. Why is it important? Um, you know, we believe, uh, and the data shows, um, folks are leaving the most expensive coastal cities. They are moving to places uh, that have, you know, uh, affordable, attainable housing and high quality of life, amenitized cities. We can build that here in Michigan. That's how we grow our state. What kind of opposition have you gotten to this plan? And how would you combat the opposition, Jared Fleischer? Yeah, it's interesting. I would say the there's no opposition. There's actually bipartisan support for it housing. Makes it makes perfect sense. And even in the United States Congress, which is rife with you know partisan dysfunction, they had a hearing in the United States Senate about how do we build bipartisan consensus on housing. I think the fact that the state has the surplus and we've got to spend it on something, there's no objection to spending it on housing. In fact, a lot of support for spending it on housing, but it's competing with other priorities. And I think the real question for the policymakers and, and, our, and our governor at the end of the day, they'll get the budget done in about the next four weeks, is where does housing uh, rank in the list of these priorities? And I think you'll see that it's going to rank pretty high. The other fight, and I think it's an important one, if you will, is why is housing so expensive? I mean, with inflation, everything is so expensive. Right. I think um, we need to have an honest look at other things that government does to drive up the cost of housing. We need to look at our regulatory policy, 
our zoning policies. This is something that Republicans tend to emphasize, Democrats emphasize it less. Um, I think um, I think there's some some truth to it, and I think we need. And I said in, in my remarks yesterday, we just need to be intellectually honest. We need a uh, searching and fearless inquiry. And if there are things government is doing to drive up the cost of housing, excessive regulation, trying to achieve too many goals at once, and therefore not really achieving any, then uh, we we need to have uh, a hard conversation with ourselves and remove some of those barriers. Can the private sector play a role in this too? Can some of the construction companies help out with this endeavor? It's interesting. That was the um, <clears throat> the headline of the panel. What can employers do about Michigan's affordability crisis? And you know, in northern Michigan, you actually are seeing there's such a housing shortage up there, especially for seasonal workers, that you actually are seeing employers say, I'm going to just build it myself, or I'm going to put capital towards building it. I'm not in the housing business, but I can't get workers if they live two hours away, because that's the only place they could find attainable housing. Um, it's my belief that that's not a systemic or sustainable solution. Uh, government needs to solve this problem, and it can start with making these investments in workforce housing with this surplus money we have, and then really being honest about what excessive barriers government's creating that's driving up the cost of housing. I know you're off to another big meeting, but I do want to get your take on economic development, the state of economic development in Detroit. How are you feeling? You know, um, I've never seen so many cranes in the sky in Detroit. <laughs> I agree. They're it everywhere. It is incredibly exciting. Uh, you've got, obviously, the District of Detroit took another major step forward, the University of Michigan coming downtown and, and tons of development around it. Obviously, Mr. Gilbert's continuing to invest in skyscrapers and housing. Um, you know, what Ford is doing in Corktown is extraordinary. Uh, what uh, Henry Ford and the Pistons have announced in New Center with the new hospital campus and Innovation Center is of great importance. Uh, you see a renaissance in light manufacturing. Um, I think from, uh, you know, that side of economic development, the city is doing better than it's done in generations. We need to figure out how to get more people to live in the city, own homes in the city. Um, I think the mayor is right that uh, the census probably undercounted the number of folks in the city. Sure we need more like folks in, in the city. We got to build, uh, you know, vibrant uh, neighborhoods, safe neighborhoods. We got to grow the city. The mayor, today, tomorrow, I can't remember when his keynote is, he's going to talk about removing one of the main barriers to grow in the city, and that's, you know, the very high property tax structure. He's got a great idea to reform that and remove a barrier to making Detroit a uh, a choice people want to make and can afford to make. Are you confident that we can get more people to come and, and live uh, and work and play in the city? Am, I 100% am. Uh, young people, uh, you know, want to live in a vibrant urban environment. Um, uh, empty nesters want to live in a vibrant urban environment. Detroit is relatively affordable. Uh, you know, we've lost population, you know, for a long time to the, uh, the Sun Belt. Uh, the Detroit Chamber had a poll that talked about how, you know, young people want to leave and they want to leave in large part due to the weather. I think if we make it attractive to stay here with, you know, attractive housing, uh, shopping, dining, nightlife, entertainment. Good jobs. Good jobs. It's, by the way, the Chamber is right. It's this and. We need vibrant places and we need good jobs. And they're mutually reinforcing because good jobs want to be where talent is and talent wants to be where there's good jobs and attractive places. So uh, I also think, I've been hearing that, I'm not 
Capricorn here, uh, ended up here by a wonderful twist of fate. In the 15 years I've been in this town, it went from polar vortexes to 60 degree days at Mackinac. I actually think even these climate change issues that are perhaps scary globally are in, in Michigan's favor. Um, you know, it's it's couldn't ask for a more beautiful day here, right. pure Michigan. Absolutely. I think we can pure get people. I think we can get people back here. You're absolutely right, Jared Fleischer, Vice President of Government Affairs and Economic Development for Rocket Companies. Thank you so much for my the time. true pleasure. Thank you. This is Opportunity Detroit, brought to you by Rocket Mortgage. Coming up next, a conversation about the latest projects along the Detroit Riverfront. We'll be back right after this.